Hey there, Fat Guy Forum fans. A huge Happy New Year as we enter 2022. And I'm excited that you're still listening to the show. If you'd like to support us, you can do a couple of things. First, if you're an Apple user or you use Spotify, you can rate and review the podcast there to get us in front of more people. Also, you can use the support links in the show notes to purchase products, get a discount for yourself, generate some income for the show, or you can join the Patreon. And there's some cool stuff coming with the Patreon I will be announcing very soon. I know I've said it before, but this time it's really happening. So I'm just excited for all that's to come in this year. Thank you so much for being a part of this adventure. And on to the show. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the Fat Guy Forum. This is Gourmet, your host. I'm happy you're here and ready for another episode. This week, I have another returning guest. You know, it's been time to circle some people back onto the show and this week, we're going to be talking to Brian Perdomo, who was on episode 115 way back, way back in February of 2021. And I wanted to talk to Brian because there have been, you know, like all of us, our stories continue to grow and develop. And I feel like he's going to have some insight into not only what has, you know, happened for himself, but be able to share that experience with all of you. And I'm just excited to sit down with him again. And Brian, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. Nice to hear from you again, bro. Yeah, it's good for us to talk, man. So if for some reason someone listening hasn't heard your episode, again, like I said, it's episode 115. Go track that one down and, you know, catch up. But why don't you give everyone kind of a, a quick recap on, you know, what we talked about before, and then we'll kind of move into what's been going on for you for the past year and a half. For sure, man. So um, when we f- when we first spoke, we basically caught myself up from my origin story and and talked about how I ended up getting on TikTok and you know recording my weight loss. Um, at the time that we actually um, did that podcast, I actually had to listen to it recently because um, it was just been so long. It's been well over a year, and uh, it was a really humbling experience. First of all, hearing my, myself um, speak, and uh, um, but yeah, I was in the middle of like a seventy five hard at the time. Um, I was like, you know, really on it. I was posting every day, doing my my workouts and stuff like that. Um, and it's 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 been uh, quite the roller coaster ever since. I've actually did not finish that seventy five hard. Um, ended up failing out. I think like mid March. Um, so, um, and since then I've just been you know trying to figure out you know workout and diet. Um, and yeah, that's what I've been working on. And so from there, you know, coming off that, you know, the experience with you know, where 75, which I think a lot of people listening who have tried 75 hard can relate to the fact that they didn't finish 75 hard. I think it's, it's a great program for specific reasons, but it's not something that every person, you know, ends up getting out of it, what they need to get out of it. And so where did, where did things go for you from there, from, you know, from early 2021? Also from early 2021, um, I was still posting, but I, you know, I, I had some, I went through some, you know, times where I just fell down and I would beat myself up. And so, um, you know, I would have like times where I would stop going to the gym or there'll be times that I, I would be going hard and I'm, I'm like reposting again. I'm, I'm, I'm putting all my content out there and, um, documenting my journey. Um, so I've been, I've been, you know, the year before that, I was at my lowest at the time, naturally, you know, quote unquote, when um, when I was losing the weight, I got down to like 324 at one point. Um, but by the time I hit the 75 hard, when I spoke to you, I was around 350, I think. And for that rest of the year, I, I basically um, yo-yoed from like 350 to 370 um, and going as far high as 391, almost 400 pounds again towards the end of the year. 
Um, and that's when I decided to um, take uh, another route. And let's, before we get to that, like there, there's something I want to talk about because one of the things we did talk about on your first episode is how you were sharing your journey, that you were very public, you know, that you, you had a great following. You have a good, you still do have a great following on TikTok, you had YouTube, Instagram, you know, putting it out there. And what, what I'm curious about, because, you know, I am someone who shares a lot on, on my social media. You know, I've had a lot of people on here that do that as well. You know, for yourself with all of that, you know, kind of like content space that you're existing in when you're struggling, you know, kind of in that yo-yo space or having a good run and then things aren't going that great. Like, what does it what does it feel like? You know, do you still feel the pressure to continue to post content? Like what what is that like for you? What was that like for you? It's it's everything, you know, in those moments, um, you're feeling so many different emotions. Um, you're feeling pressure, you're feeling the overwhelming stress of like letting people down because it's not just you on your journey, you know, there's all these people that are rooting for you, um, you know, and providing support and being there for you. And you also feel like you, you're not only doing this for yourself, but you're doing it for everybody that's, you know, rooting for you. And so there's a lot of emotions of like, you know, shame and, and regret and guilt. And, and I try to continue to post and be open and honest um, on my platforms. And there's times where like, I'll tell people like I need a break, like I need to like step away from this for a bit, you know. And you know more than I do that when you step away, it it, it almost never helps. Um, you know, you you withdraw and you go back into some bad habits. You start to spiral out, um, and then you come back with weight gains. You know, there's so many of us that have done that. You know, and it's part of the journey, unfortunately, for a lot of us. Um, but you know, it's 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 so funny because now that you mentioned this, like there's this moments last year um i want to say like september i was really struggling to like get back into it and um i would start walking the bridge again i don't know if you've seen my videos but there's a bridge right over here over at the bayonne bridge and they raised it so it's a little steeper um and i make a lot of videos you know walking over that bridge um actually i remember it's actually i'm getting a little emotional thinking about it um but i remember um i started to go back and like in the first two days i was so sore my body, like even my shoulders were sore from walking, you know, when like when you're carrying weight and like, it just like, there was like a pain in my shoulders that I was feeling and I, and I just, I didn't understand what was happening. Like I thought there was something wrong with me. And, you know, after a few days, maybe like a week, I remember I had like a, a, a runner's high for the first time. I was getting back into it. And I actually have a video on my on my on my page, um, you know, showing me talk about the runner's high that I had and how great it was. And what what that video doesn't show is what happens right after that. Um, I break down and I start crying, like I just start bawling. And I and I still have that there. And I, I wanted to post it, and I was just like, I don't. This is a little too raw for me. Um, and and um and I'm just talking about like self love and like you know loving myself to the point where like I want to be happy. I want to be healthier and. And um, just that overwhelming emotion that was just pouring out of me. Um, so, you know, it, it is hard because you're dealing with a lot of mental health is what people don't really understand is that, you know, physically you're trying to change your body and, and that's really important and it's good for your health. But a lot of it is mental for a lot of, a lot of us going through this journey. 100% that it is. And what I think, because you see a lot of people now who will be like, you know, social media is a curated space. And I think, to you know, there are there are there are people that take advantage of that, you know, that only put their highlight reel out there that don't put the struggles, you know, all of those things. But I think there's also another side to that curation where 
the reality is, is there's a part of us where we're not meant to be on display 24 seven, you know, as the, the kind of the core of our mentality isn't about being on display, you know, isn't living in the Truman show. So when you experience some of those really raw moments, I think it's natural to say, I, I don't, this doesn't feel, this doesn't feel like something I should share or doesn't feel authentic to the experience, you know, or, you know, and then I think we start to play those games of, well, if I share this, is this going to hurt someone else? Like, is this about me? Is this about other people? Like all of those different things that come into play. But I think that's, that's a challenge to it too. It's not just about, I want to appear like a winner all the time. It's because you're living that moment. You know, that breakdown wasn't something that you scripted and said, oh, wait a minute, I didn't get a, get the right light or the right angle, or let me reshoot that. You know, that's not what that is. It's not a scripted show. It's your real life. And so when you're in the middle of processing that, it's like, do I put this out there when I haven't even really processed it myself and I'm still going through it? Like, how do I make that decision? And I think that's something that people don't think about. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of goes into it. Um, my Actually, I've sent it, I have a close friend. She lives in Texas and I sent her the video you know i was like what do you what do you think of this like this is what just happened like I, it just happened to me in that moment and i was just like i don't you know and she said wow like you know you, you're really vulnerable in this moment and stuff like that and she she did encourage me to post it and you know i that it's i still have it and maybe i will post it just to show people like you know the ups and downs like there are some highs and there are some lows and it, and it is raw and uncut you know so um it's important for people to see that it's not always gonna be like oh top five workouts and and like, you know, just do this and this in 30 days and you're going to lose this amount of weight or whatever the case may be. Like there is genuine struggle. There's genuine ups and downs along the journey, you know. Oh, for sure there are, man. And so the end of 2021 brought you to a place where you, you were take, you know, starting to work on a new direction. Like, why don't you kind of take us into that and where that came from and that decision and, and all of those pieces? Yeah, so that that was very... Um, a very drastic change on my part. Um, if you would have known me beforehand, I've never been outspoken about my opinion in regards to um, bariatric surgery or anything like that. Um, but for the most part, I felt very strongly uh, when I started my journey that I was still a fully capable young man to be able to lose the weight on my own with just diet and exercise um, until I am medically diagnosed that I'm not able to do it on my own until, you know, somebody tells me, like, you physically cannot do this anymore to yourself, then I would take other measures. So I was never against bariatric surgery. I just felt very strongly about me doing it, what quote, unquote, the natural way right now. That's how I felt when I started my journey. Of course, when, you, when you're on this journey and you're in the community on Instagram and on TikTok, you meet all different kinds of people in all different shapes and sizes and a lot of people in the in the community are you know vsg uh or rny or you know any bariatric surgery and those people have shown me like the struggles that they gone through and my opinions over the years have changed on on how i felt about the surgery um and it wasn't around until october actually i was dating um this girl at the time and we were talking about we used to go to the gym together and stuff like that and she had a friend who did the bariatric surgery and you know she basically nudged me and was you know telling me like um you know have you ever thought about it and it's like you know i have thought about it but i was i was thinking about it but i just didn't feel like i didn't i didn't pull the trigger yet you know and um 
we talked about it and I, you know, I decided to speak to my family about it and my closest friends and, and, you know, just get some opinion and just think what people thought about it, what they, you know, what, what, what their feelings were on it and stuff like that. And I think like, you know, before I could even get these questions out, I already knew like how I felt. I was just curious on what my family and my friends thought. And, um, and I had a coworker who um, worked with the New York Bariatric Group in, in New York City, and um, you know he told me like they're great. They, um, you know everything's done in house. Um, all the exams are done in one office. You do it all in one day, and, and, and you know he really broke it down for me. And um, yeah, so in October I, I had made an appointment to see um, um, Dr. Chow, which was the surgeon that um, did the bariatric surgery for me. And yeah, we went through all the paperwork and we went through all the exams in December and I was given a surgery date for February 22nd, 2022. Which is, is funny because I, I chuckled because I knew I had that information. And then I was looking at when your last episode went up and it was February 21st, 2021. I and, know. And I'm I, like, wow. I'm like, that's... I, <laughs> I literally, I was looking at the podcast and I was like, that's, oh my, that's like a, literally a literally year later. Year, that's kind of awesome. But I think and that's like, it, it's crazy, like how much can change in a year though, you know, like from where I was doing 75 hard and then coming to where I am now. And I, you know, I listened to that. I, I told, I, in that podcast, I told you like, I was never going to listen to this podcast because I can't stand the way my voice sounds. Um, I, I wor literally worked out like two days ago in the morning and I was like, I got to listen to this podcast. I got to know what I was talking about. I got to know how I sounded and I bared through it. And it was, it was just, it was just so mind opening that podcast for me because I like a lot of the things I talk about in there are things that I still talk about today. You know, like it's, it's a, it's a weird, like I had a humbling experience because it was just like. It's same shit, different day. You know, the, the journey is the journey no matter what. It's the same stuff. Like, yes, you're going to grow and you're going to have some experiences and stuff like that. But, man, the things that I talked about in that journey and in, in that podcast are the same things that I still talk about today. And um, it's just crazy that, like, even though I, I talk about the same things, I've still gone through so much more. And it's made me a better person, you know. Which I think there has to be something challenging when you have had kind of it in your head that, I'm going to do, you know, especially when we get into, you look at, you see a lot of people talking online, you know, especially I see it on Instagram where there are people who say, you know, stand in this camp of using the phrase natural weight loss versus weight loss surgery. And, you know, you can get into all kinds of raging debates about terminology and those sorts of things. But on some levels there, you know, there, there's not a lot of, a lot of, <laughs> there's not a lot of good terminology out there for us to kind of make a distinction. So I, I know when we say natural, we're not trying to offend anyone, but it's exactly. more the idea of, you know, changing what you're putting into the body or using a tool that's going to help change what you're putting into the body, like at the end of the day. But the thing that's less interesting to me, you know, is the details of the tools and more interesting is, you know, that thought process to go through, you know, for yourself saying like, what do you think? Because listen, you know, I listened to what you just said when you were talking about, you know, where you were at mentally, when you had thought about weight loss surgery before, you know, the idea that it was going to take, it was going to take something big to kind of put that into your, you know, on the plate for you, you know, put it in front of you. And so what I'm, I'm wondering about, like, for you, what do you think, not just, okay, I'm gonna, you know, someone saying to me, like, you should look into this, but what do you think for you were the reasons why it became a possibility. Does, does that question make sense? Like what, what took it from that place of I'm going to do this another way to 
let me look at this way. Like, what do you think was, was the, the change there? What, what drove that for you? I think what the biggest driving factor for me was the community. The weight loss community showed me that, you know, these these surgeries, they're not they don't like I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about the stigma of surgery is is it's it's so weird like for some reason people feel like you're less human <laughs> i don't like i mean I, a piece of your stomach is coming out but like does anybody you know give you shit if you get your appendix taken out like when you have appendicitis or like you know like if you have other surgeries you know people have things like my father this year had a liver transplant does that make him less of a person now it's like you couldn't you couldn't suck it up with your original liver bro like what were you doing you know so like <laughs> so it's just like this weird stigma and like the community really opened my eyes to like you can have the surgery <laughs> that's awesome you know you can have the surgery that doesn't mean you're gonna lose the weight like that it really doesn't there's you know and there's people that i know personally that have you know had the surgery you know a year or two years two years ago and only lost you know 40 pounds and i know somebody who's did it like six months ago and has already lost like 150 you know whatever the case may be and it's just different for each person and it all depends on how you handle it afterwards you still have to do diet and exercise you're just adding another tool to the surgery and i think that's what change my opinions because I saw a lot of people in the community that were still struggling with you know diet and exercise even with the surgery and 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 realizing that this wasn't like this wasn't or either or it wasn't like you're either on this or you're on that you can do both you know it's just another tool and I think that's what really helped me um decide to just go for it and, and have the surgery and I think that really that's that's the the core message I think behind Every person I've had on the podcast that has talked about weight loss surgery has, I, I've yet to really have someone on that said, I had weight loss surgery and then I didn't have to do any work, you know, cause that's, I think that's the perception, you know, the general, the general population perception of weight loss surgery is you had the surgery, it changes everything. You don't have to really try anymore. And I've had people say that to me, like who are considering it. Like I have a client that I work with who said, you know, one of my good friends is just telling me do this. And then I won't ever have to think about food again. And I won't have to, you know, make decisions about food and I won't have to do this. And I'm like, that's, that's not the reality of life. If you want to be successful, you know, it is a tool. You're going to have a window of time. Like there's so much there and there's so much that you have to change and things you need to be aware of. And there's detail, you know, it's not a simple, let me get that. You know, you don't walk into a doctor's office Monday and, and walk out on Tuesday having it done. Like that's, that's not what this is about. And you know, I'm not I'm not trying to also make this a commercial for, for weight loss surgery, but what I think is interesting is there's no one no one can look at your story and say, Brian took an easy road. You know, Brian decided to just take an easy way out. Like you know, which is some of the language I think people use sometimes when they talk about surgery. It's you were you you have live documentation of the work you were doing. You know, it was there. You know, the from the, the beginning. From the beginning. <laughs> you know, the yeah. the physical the mental work, you know, all of those things were there. And so like, I, you know, my answer to someone would be, you know, if you want to, you know, really understand his whole journey, go back to the beginning and watch it. And, and like, you know, and then listen and try to keep your mind open and, and learn kind of like the reason why this became the decision that was right for him. And it's not the right decision for everyone. It certainly isn't. But if it is something that a person is considering, you know, go in with your eyes open, go in knowing what, what it's really about. You know, like you said, talk to the community, you know, the online, you know, VSG community. There's a lot of really, you know, awesome people that are very open about 
what it took for them to actually achieve the results that they've gotten and, you know, kind of maintain the results they've gotten and the work they had to do and the changes they had to make that were even things that they weren't thinking about before they thought about having surgery. Like it's, there's a lot of people putting that content out there. So there's no excuse for just going in and thinking this is going to be a magic pill for me. You know, it, yeah. yeah and yeah, are there, right. and are there things that come with surgery that make different aspects easier? But it's the same thing with 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 finding a, a a way of eating that makes things easier for you. You know, I could I have lost my weight just counting calories and doing if it fits your macros. I could have, but for me, eating a ketogenic diet is the thing that became the tool that I needed. And I think finding the tool that you need and understanding, and this is you know another thing that I think is is awesome about you sharing your journey, man, is that it's okay to look at different tools. You know, it's okay to say I tried this. It didn't give me the results that I wanted. It wasn't, you know, I, the challenges I was facing were bigger than that tool could handle. So I looked at another tool. You know, I, I didn't give up on myself. I decided that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay in this fight and find what's going to work for me. That's so true. And I feel like, you know, my two years of, of trying to lose the weight and going down and going up and going back down again, I feel like that is only going to benefit me. Um, once I had the surgery, you know, because I've had so much information already on hand, you know, I've seen people go through it, you know, firsthand on the community. And it just felt like, you know, I felt like I was in a better place to handle that, you know, instead of somebody who just, you know, straight off the, the back is just going to have the surgery without even trying to figure out like their demons and stuff like that, you know, because there's still traps that you can fall into. Like, I personally have to deal face to face with my emotional eating. I didn't realize how bad it was until I've had the surgery and it was just like, wow, like I, you know, I want to stuff my face right now because I'm feeling a certain way and I can't, you know? And so those are the things that you have to look out for. There are traps still, you know, oh, yeah, you know, is the, do you lose weight with the surgery? Yes. You're going to lose weight because you're not eating. You're in a calorie deficiency. You're, you're going to lose weight. Does that mean that that weight is going to stay off? Absolutely not. You know, and and, you know, just because I have my two years of experience already, uh, you know, going down this road, it doesn't mean that I still can't learn things. Just the other day, uh, J.R.P.S. had like an ask me anything on his, um, you know, John had something on his um, Instagram and they were asking him a question about like, what are, you know, things that you would tell somebody who's having surgery? You know, it's like to not do not rely on the restriction. You know, I needed to hear that. When he said that, because 100% I'm relying on my restriction. I have not restricted myself in any of my diet. Like, I've eaten whatever I wanted um, this whole time. I've, you know, oh, you know, going with the procedure, like, I haven't, you know, I wasn't, like, you know, doing shots of tequila, like, the week after or anything like that. But, you know, I do eat what I want, and I, I try to be intuitive in the way I eat. So I make sure that I don't get stuffed or anything like that. Um, but I am relying strictly on the restriction. I'm not putting any other restrictions on me. And that is something to look, to think about. Like, you know, now John Pope posted that I'm, I've been thinking about it for like the last couple of days. I'm like, man, he's right. Like I need to like start shaping up a routine on my diet and stuff like that, you know, because I am doing the gym and I, I, I got all my exercise down packed, but eventually if I don't, you know, confront my bad habits and make sure that I create good habits, I'm only going to gain the weight back. You know, so I think it's really important that people understand that there is always time for you to like learn and grow from the experience. No, 100% there is. And take us a little bit into what the experience of the surgery was like for you, you know, before and, and obviously the changes 
with that restriction after? Yeah, um, you know, <laughs> it was it was actually nerve wracking. I've never had surgery before. Um, I've never been cut open or anything like that. The worst thing that's ever happened to me was like a fracture on my um, right arm. Uh, playing soccer and you know i had a cast you know so i was nervous um i try you know i'm uh, i'm i like to learn learn stuff i like to educate myself i like to do a lot of research so i knew that the surgery is very safe i know it's you know it's laparoscopic so it's very minimal scarring and stuff like that it's done in like an hour to surgery and you leave like the next day if you can like get yourself up so i knew it wasn't bad but those those weeks before the surgery actually was really rough on me. And it, and it just so happened that that relationship that I had at the time actually ended. Um, and it ended pretty abruptly. And so I was in a darker place than I usually am. And this is when I started to realize that my, my emotions affect me negatively in a way that I'll, I'll eat poorly. And so when I, did, when, I, when I did the exam for the surgery, I think I was like 370, 371 or something like that. And literally two weeks before the surgery, like this is like end of January, I'm at 391. I'm, I'm, I'm stuffing my face and I'm getting to a point of like self-doubt. I'm worried about like this surgery. Like what does this mean for me? Does this mean that I can't eat anymore? Like I'm like trying to have all my favorite meals before I have the surgery. Like I'm freaking out about the food. And, you know, it was just like a lot of dark thoughts were happening for me and I bore, I, you know, I, I bear through it. And, you know, you have to follow this, like, protein drink protocol to, like, have your body cleansed so that you can be ready for surgery. I had to get off caffeine, which was, I, that completely surprised. That came out of left field for me. I didn't even know because caffeine is a natural blood thinner. And if they're cutting you open, they don't want your blood just spewing out, you know. And so I had to get off caffeine. I had to get off pre-workout. And, my, I, you know, I have five-hour energies. And I've been using that for work and for exercise. And so those last two weeks were, like, dreadful, you know. And I kid you not, I remember going to the surgery. My parents were actually away. They, you know, they were outside of the country. And my sister just dropped me off. So I was by myself, you know. And I was feeling very alone at the time. I was very nervous. And I remember going through the surgery. They grabbed me in the morning. They were quick. Everything was efficient. You know, they know what they're doing. They do this like every, you know, they do this like 12 times a day every day, you know. And I just remember waking out of the anesthesia in the, in the hospital bed. And all that fear, all the insecurity, all that doubt just completely disappeared. I, I could not believe, like, how, like, that weight was, like, off my shoulder, you know. And I was just excited, for what was to come and what was to come was two weeks of liquid diet right which um you know i did not mind i i found a protein drink that is not viscous it's like it's like protein drink it's not a protein shake um uh, which is the my my protein clear way and i was obsessed with this protein drink right and so this is what i would drink and i actually extended my liquid diet for a month because i felt comfortable with it and they said, you know, you can have you can have solid foods. And I was like, if I can, can I keep riding the the liquid train until I'm I'm good and done? They're like, yeah. I mean, if you can keep going, keep going. I was like, perfect. And so for the next month, I I continued with the liquid diet, uh, and then after that month, I started to incorporate foods again, you know. And I saw, um, like I think the first week, I was down like 24 pounds, which was reminiscent of my very first. Um, posting my weekly weigh-in posting when I first started, I lost like I think 24 or 26 pounds the first week, and when I when I was at 452, and I was just like, this is just like me starting all over again, 
you know. And the the only problem that I had going forward was, you know, you're you're good to like walk around and stuff like that, but I, I ran into issues where like my ankles were sprained somehow. I um I had a swollen knee. So I was bedridden for like well over a month. And in that time, like, you know, they tell you you can walk and I wanted to start walking again. And after a month, I can go to the gym and I couldn't go to the gym because my, my legs were just like, they were shit. And I was frustrated. But the scale, you know, was keeping me motivated because it was just coming down because I just wasn't eating. And it just took time, you know, the, the, the learning habits, you know, dealing with the emotional binging and stuff like that. That's been very eye-opening for me this year. And that's why, like, if you notice, a lot of my postings are about mental health, about, you know, self-love. I talk about self-love a lot because people don't realize that there's your mind just does a lot of negative talk, you know. And it still, it still happens for me, you know. I'm just a lot more aware about it. And I and I work against it, you know, but I, I think people need to pay attention to that because you don't hear it. You know, you, your mind is thinking and you're like having all these thoughts. And you're not even like aware of like what's happening. And it isn't until you hear like, wait, why? Why are you saying like, no, we're going to end this five minutes early? Like, no, push yourself, you know, have that mental fortitude. And I was running into those um, problems with my diet and, um, and, you know, slowly, but, you know, surely I was listening to my body and my mind making sure that i didn't overeat i wasn't eating with my eyes right because that's what we do you know of course i can have a big mac i used to have a big mac with a mcchicken and mcdouble and a shake I, you know a big mac is not gonna do it of course you know it, that's what your mind is thinking that's what your eyes are telling you like you can handle that you can't you know these are the things that we need to pay attention to after the surgery and it's about intuitive eating um one of my friends she did the surgery and you know she told me like i would throw up like i just overeat you know and i was like oh that's never gonna happen to me and it and it did it happened to me twice you know um and after that second time i was like N never again this is the worst experience that i've ever felt you know and that overeating it only happened because uh, somebody was talking to me about something that was important and I was just grabbing food and putting it to my mouth as they talked. You know, I wasn't even paying attention to the meal. So like, oh, yeah, continue. And I'm just like over here eating. And then I feel like, oh, I feel a little nauseous. And, you know, I try to, you know, try to make it to the, to the bathroom, you know. And it was just those experiences going forward. And I've been, thankfully, I've been so good with that. Uh, the only thing that's on my mind now, you know, after reading John's post about, relying solely on the restriction is that I need to start getting myself back into a routine where I am eating intentionally eating what I'm supposed to be eating, you know, which is important because the, the years following surgery are very different for each person. You know, I, I look at, I have, I've had some guests on the show who are years out from their surgery and they still, you know, their pouch size is still close to what it was when they first started. Like, and they're fight, you know, they're fighting to get enough food in. And then I have other guests come on the show and they're in a place years out where they've lost the weight. They're keeping it off relatively, but they've realized they can, they can eat a, a lot more food than they could right after that surgery, even for the first year after surgery. Like, and so I, I think what you're talking about, you know, working on the mental side and the habits is really important. And I had someone on recently, it was probably two or three weeks ago, and he had never really even thought of himself as an emotional eater. And it wasn't until he had the surgery that it was in his face that that was why he was turning to food. You know, when he realized that that was something he really needed to work on because it was something 
that was just a, a daily part of his life and he never gave any thought to. And then now with that restriction, he had to face it because if he didn't face it, like you're talking about, he's going to get sick. Like, you know, it, it does kind of put you in this place of forcing confrontations around some of the issues and allowing you to, you know, not not allow them to kind of slide into the back the background because you don't really have a choice. And so it's now we're recording this. It's it's August, late August of 2022. You know, how where how has the progress been for you since your surgery? You know, your highest, like you said, was 391. Where are you at today and what's going on for you now, man? It it just so happens, going me that today's Wednesday, and for me, Wednesday is weigh in Wednesday, okay? I like to weigh myself in the middle of the week because I fall into I used to weigh myself on Mondays, right? And I used to fall into this trap of like, oh I'm gonna go out on the weekends, but like, oh, then it's Monday, like you know, like it was just weird. And I was like, you know what, middle of the week, it's you're in routine, you're good to go. You're, you're, you're straight and it goes perfect. Wednesday weigh in. Perfect. I love it. Right. Um, so today I weighed myself and if you've been following me recently, I've been, I've stalled at like 304 to 308. I've been there for like the last three weeks. Okay. And I, I've never been this close to 200s. Okay. I haven't been in the 200s since high school, Gorm. Okay. That's, we're talking like almost 20 years now. Okay. Um, and today I weighed in at 298. So I'm officially in the 200s. I've lost uh, 154 pounds total um, since the surgery. I went from 391 to 298. So we're close to man. almost 100 pounds down. Yeah. And we know, you know, uh, anyone out there listening who has been over 400 pounds and even probably has been in the high 300s understands seeing that two again is a big thing. Like it's not, it, you know, as much as, you know, we love to see there's, there's a lot of very pretty memes out there about, don't tie yourself to the scale. And I, you know, I even talked about it in a blog I wrote this week. Like, you know, that's great. But when you've been 450 pounds, when you've been 500, 600 pounds, numbers, numbers can play a big role. And, you know, being able to see that too, again, is a milestone. 100%. Like for me, it's, it's funny because my, my total weight, my highest weight was 452, right? So technically I hit 150 pounds down when I hit 302. Right, which is awesome. It's a good milestone to have, but I, I, I just didn't care about it as much as just being in the two hundreds. For some reason, just being in the two hundreds, and I, and I, and I kid you not, going like I really felt like the world was conspiring against me these last three weeks because I, it, they must have felt how much I wanted this. They were like, "No, you're gonna have to work for this just a little bit harder," you know. And I was struggling. I, you know, I was at three, I was at three hundred eight, and I got down to three hundred one. I'm like, I'm, I'm a pound away, like it's right here. And then I I'll shoot back up to three hundred four, and then three hundred six, and I'm like, "Well, what's going on? Like, why are we?" Why are we lagging here? Um, but you know, the, that's the journey. I've already done this. I, you know, I'm two well, you know, two years into it already. I know that the weight goes up and down. I know it fluctuates. I know it depends on you know your water intake of the day before and stuff like that. You know, so um, you're right. The 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 number on the scale does not matter um, in the in the micro, right? It does not matter. Like in the macro, of course. Like your the goal is to go from 450 to wherever your goal weight is. So there is a number, you know. Eventually, you're gonna get to that point, right? But on the day to day, on the week to week, that that changes. That's that goes up and down. So you can't you can't live and die by the number on the scale, you know. And that's what I had to focus on these last three weeks. It was like, okay, how do I feel? 
am I making am I, am I making progress in the gym? Because I was hitting the gym every morning, like I was I was on top of it, and I was I was making progress. How do I feel? Like my body feels great, my my gait feels better. You know, I I feel like I'm going up these stairs a lot quicker. Like you know, I, I have energy. So that was keeping me on the path, keeping me motivated to continue and make sure that I don't you know get depressed or you know just freak out about the the fact that I haven't hit the two hundreds and 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 it's just been. I don't know. Like I just posted it today that I my way in and and I I didn't know how to feel. Like I like I want to like celebrate, but I also want to be like, all right, cool. Like you hit it, but like like we gotta continue. You know what I'm saying? So like I'm in this mindset. Of, like I'm not letting myself enjoy the moment. I'm like, all right, cool. You, you enjoyed it. You're good. Let's let's continue. Let's keep moving forward. So um, I got my my eyesight in on forward and keep going lower and. Just my clothes, like if you see some of my, I'm wearing like my old gym sweaters and they're like massive on me, and I just, I can't comprehend what I've done. Like I, I just can't. Like I, I don't know what to think of it. I sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, I'm exactly the same. Or sometimes I look at a picture, I'm like, look at how fat I still look. You know, like mm. it's just you have those moments, right? Those body dysmorphia oh, yeah. where like I feel great, and then like you're looking at it like, well. That's why, like, you, like you'll, you'll never see, like, on my page, like, it's very rare I'll post, like, a transformation, like, photo, like, a side-by-side, -side, because I genuinely don't see the transformation. I'm just, like, people are going to make fun of me, because they're going to be like, bro, you, you're, you're the same person in the different shirt, like, um, and I've had people say that to me on some of my side-by-sides, you know, and, you know, of course, gonna be, there's going to be haters out there and stuff like that, and just people that like to mess with you, whatever, but, like, sometimes I feel that way when I see a picture, so... It's a lot of emotions, a lot of like positives, a lot of negatives, but you know we're working on that. We're working on the mental aspect of it going forward. Well, let's talk about that. Like, how do you work on the mental aspect of it all? Man, ah, this is something that I've been trying to like. I don't know if you remember the the first podcast we did, but I told you about a book <laughs> that I was reading, uh, "Being Happy." That I was like, I only read two chapters, and like I was raving about the book, and I only went two chapters in. I never went back to that book. <laughs> I never did. And, I'm, and I was listening to the podcast and I was like, man, I really need to get back to that book. Right now, I'm reading a book called Atomic Habits. A lot of us have read it. Um, I've seen a lot of people post about it and it's great. Um, it talks about 1% more. It talks about just, you know, extra percent, just being, you know, maintaining that um, accumulating positivity, right? And so for me, a lot of it has been stemmed from a lot of the, the negative talk has stemmed from just me my self-esteem, right? Um, I'm a very critical person. Like, this is why I'm not a birthday person because every year I'm reminded that a year has passed and I look at what I've done, I'm never happy with it, you know? So I'm that guy who's like, man, like, okay, years passed, what did you do? You know, and I could have, like, I look at look what I've done this year. I've, you know, I've, I, I'm at over 150 pounds. So I am, I'm trying to celebrate those moments, you know, I'm trying to give myself that. Um, and for me, that's, that's just, that's, that's an expression of self-love. It's allowing yourself to have those moments and to uh, allow yourself to be happy. And so I've been working on that on a daily basis. Like uh, I've heard actually you had a recent podcast with somebody you're telling them about like a five-minute prompt journal. And I'm, I'm actually looking into that because um, I hear journaling is great. I like to write. I'm a writer. And I don't journal, you know. So these are things that I want to look into. Um, other things that I want to look into is um, people talk about gratitude, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, gratitude. Like, you know, you know when somebody says something, like, yeah, 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 gratitude. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm going to, yeah, I'm grateful, right? But, like, what does that mean? You know, what does that actually mean? What are you actually grateful for? 
So these are the things that I, I, I'm, I'm talking to myself about now. You know, I'm even looking into um, seeing a therapist, you know, having a professional to speak to and to try to like work these things out, you know, and, and try to create good habits going forward. But a lot of it for me has just been like, you know, I, I'm a very critical thinker. I, I, I'm always overthinking. I always tell people like, you don't, if you don't have a voice in your head, like I don't know what's going on in there, but the voice in my head is constantly talking like about everything at all times, right? So I'm just like listening now, you know? I'm listening to what my brain says. Like I, I had a, a post recently where I'm on the, I think it was the treadmill or the Stairmaster. I don't know which one I was on, but I told myself like, okay, you're doing 25 minutes and I'm like eight minutes in and then I'm, I hear myself telling myself, right? Uh, you know, we, we worked hard today. We had a nice workout. You know, let's do just 15. I'm like, well, why 15? Like, we're, so I'm listening to this conversation. I'm like, well, why 15 now? We said 25 already. And I'm having a battle. I'm having an internal battle while I'm on this um, treadmill. And I'm telling myself, like, fuck out of here, dude. Like, we're doing 25. I said 25. We're not going to go back on my word. All right? Stop being a little bitch. And let's get this 25, right? And <laughs> it's so funny because I, when I hit the 25 mark, because I hit it, um, it's like, you know what? You're right. You did it. We hit the 25 mark. I'm like, you know what? No, we're going to go for 30 now because you wanted to start playing those games. And I'm like, I'm having these internal battles in my mind. And this is what I'm working out in the morning. Like, and we have these all day, every day. And we don't even realize it. So I've just been more alert, more aware of that, you know, self-talk, you know, that's awesome. man. that's, that's, it's a powerful thing to be aware of. And, it, and it's good sometimes to talk back you know, like you said, and to get into those arguments and be conscious of them and work on that mindfulness. That's good stuff. So, so Brian, like thinking about the past couple of years and kind of like from the 452 Brian to 452, 452 pound Brian to Brian where he is today, you know, what do you think are the lessons you want to leave the people listening with the show? That's a really good question, man. Let me think on that for a second. I think I think what's important is to not give up on yourself. I think if I've learned anything, like what's you know, because I've I've done this before. You've done this before. We've we've gone up and down. We've tried every different diet. I've been on every single diet that there possibly could be. I've tried different exercises. You know, I've done CrossFit at one point. I've 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 done so many different things to try to lose weight and try to be fitter. And the only common thread in all those attempts was that I gave up, you know, like I just stopped. And one thing that I think I learned in the last two years, two and a half years now is, you know, you can't give up if you never quit. So yeah, am I going to have slip ups? Of course, you know, I have them all the time. And the difference is that I'm not going to give up this time. Like, it's just, I just continue. This is just a part of my life. It was one, one thing that I've noticed recently, and I was just talking to my friend about this, was, like, I used to, like, tell myself, okay, you're going to go to the gym at 5 in the morning, right? Cool. But then, like, say there's a day where, like, I stayed up late and I didn't wake up at 5 to go to the gym at 5. Now the gym's out for the day. I didn't make it in time to, to go to the gym, which is, like, so retarded. Like, it's, I'm sorry, I, you're not allowed to use that word, but, like, it's just so stupid. Like, now I get up and I'm like, well, I woke up at 9.30 today. I guess I really needed the rest, but guess where we're going? We're going to the gym, you know? So I'm just, I've, I've left that mindset of like this idea of like, well, you got to hit this, this time frame. Like, no, just go. 
Like, you can go now. And there's going to be a day where, like, I don't want to go. And in, the, in those days, I'm like, you know what? Let's still go. Because that's discipline, right? That's how we get ourselves to keep going. But there's going to be days where I don't go. And that's okay. Because we're going to continue. This is, this is for life, okay? Like, the things I talked about in that first podcast a year ago is exactly the same thing I'm talking about now. And it's going to be the same thing I talk to you about in five years from now, ten years from now. You know, whenever we'd have, we have a fat guy forum, reunion, or whatever you want to do, we're going to talk about the same things. And it's because this is part of the journey. So don't give up on yourself. Stay persistent. Learn to love yourself because a lot of the problems that a lot of people have comes from self-love. This is what I believe. It's a lot of you know negative self-talk and, and doubting yourself and, and not believing what you're capable of and, and not knowing your potential. I think that's fantastic, man, and I appreciate you sharing that with everyone. And I think you're right. Like, I think sometimes we put too much value on the slip-ups. You know, we define ourselves by them instead of looking at the big picture of this being a lifelong journey and being able to say that a slip-up doesn't define even a whole week, doesn't define a whole day. You know, it's what it is. It happened. Move forward. Move past it. Continue to stay in that fight, you know, as you move on to your next choice that day. So, Brian, I really appreciate you coming back to the show and taking the time to take us through kind of where you've been since and, and you know, really diving into like the, that mental side of, of all the things that you've been through. So I just want to say like a really big thank you for taking the time to sit down with me again. Dude, it's an absolute pleasure. Um, every time I speak to you, I feel like I'm more revived and more rejuvenated. So thank you for the talk, man. I appreciate it. Definitely. And so, Brian, you, you've been through the Fat Guy 5 already. So if people want to hear your run through the original set of questions, go on ahead. And, but I thought it would be good for me to kind of put a little bit of a spin on some of those questions to, to give you a place. You know, we're going to do a little, a little altered, you know, Fat Guy 5 for you today, man. Like, one of the things I want you to, you know, so... I don't know where, where, where that next sentence was going because it has nothing to do with what I want to say. So I'm going <laughs> to ask you a couple of questions to close us out, and then we'll talk about where people can find you, okay? Let's do it. Okay. So we've already – in the question number one is normally about your favorite fat guy. We talked about that on episode 115. People can go check that out. Question number two is always, you know, what is a lesson being a fat guy has taught you? What I would rather say is, Brian, what's a new lesson you've learned since you were on the show last? New lesson that I've learned. Hmm, that's a good one. No one knows everything. Um, it's okay to start from scratch and to learn. And it's actually fun. The process of learning is fun. And that's okay. You know, when you go to the gym, people think like, oh, I got to know everything. I don't know what this machine does. I don't know what to do here. I don't feel comfortable. Nobody walks in there knowing everything. So... Just take the time to learn, get to know some people. Everybody's very helpful and, um, you know, go through the process. And I, I've gotten to the point now where I'm working out and I see people and I'm form checking people in my mind. I'm like, well, you know, you can probably hold that a little longer if you want, you know, like, mm -hmm. you know, and I never, I, I'm, I was 452. I've never in my wildest dreams thought that I would be looking at other people's form in the gym. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah, man, uh, take time to learn things. It's, 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 I'm enjoying it so far. That's awesome, man. Next question. I always ask the question about what something someone can do to get started today. What I would like your perspective on is what someone out there listening who is thinking about weight loss surgery, where do you think they should start when, if they're starting to have those questions? I think if you have those questions and you are in the community, 
reach out to people who have had the surgery. Um, reach out to people that you admire, that you like, you find motivating to you. These are the people that are gonna make you realize like what you, you may or may not be getting yourself into. Nobody's gonna lie to you. Nobody's making commission off of the surgery. Okay, I don't get a credit for every person I send over. You know. They're going to tell you the truth. So this is the cold, hard facts, you know, and that's what I would do. Like, that's what I did. Like, that's what changed my perspective. And that's what allowed me to have this, this surgery. And for me, the, the, the surgery was life changing. So I couldn't be more happy about the decision that I've made. Question number four. I'm going to keep the same, man, because I think it's always good for us to talk about these things. Brian, what is something about yourself that you love? Um. <sighs> I love that I can be accountable. I love that I'm not scared to like mess up and tell people like, yeah, man, I messed up. Like, I just feel like that's such a lost trait. You know, people never want to take responsibility for things anymore. Uh, you see it in our politics. You see it in the world. Like, it's just, I just so grateful that I'm able to hold myself accountable. And that's, that's how you grow, you know? So that's that's what I'm, uh, I'm I'm happy with. I like it. And one last question, because it's been over a year since we last talked, man. Question number five: What is one goal you have for the next year that is not health, fitness, or weight loss related? Not health. Oh man. Okay. This is all I've been thinking about. <laughs> but um, you know. <laughs> It's so funny. You asked me this question the last time. It was last year, and what I talked about was my finances. Um, I'm a horrible spender, and guess what? I've done nothing about that. So we're going to continue with that one. We're going to put that on the vision board, and we're going to get started on that too this year. There we go, man. So, Brian, if anyone out there listening wants to continue to follow this ongoing journey of yours, tell, tell them where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me on TikTok. You can find me on Instagram. Um, you can find me on YouTube. I've actually I've had that YouTube account for a year and I've done nothing with it. But this 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 week I'm actually gonna post something. So uh, stay tuned for that. Everything is under Mr. Gurr's Fitness. Um, so feel free to follow me on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. And I will definitely put links to all of those channels in the show notes today. Everyone out there. You can always find me as well on Instagram at Gourmet Goes Keto, on Twitter at Gourmet Goes Keto. You can email the show at thefatguyforum at gmail.com. You can check into everything. I, I referenced that I wrote a blog, and that blog this week was about counting the blessings, counting the good things that you're doing before you start counting those slip-ups and those negative things. If you want to find that, go to theketoroad.com and check that out. And then, my friends, after you go do all of that, remember, go out there today. Do something to amaze yourself because you are the most amazing people I know. Then come on back and catch us here on the very next episode of the Fat Guy Forum. Mm -hmm.